boy, chocolates. Every now and again, a plain gray cardboard box was dished out to each boy in our house. And this, believe it or not, was a present from the great chocolate manufacturer's Cadbury. Inside the box, there were 12 bars of chocolate, all of different shapes, all with different fillings, and all with numbers from 1 to 12 stamped on the chocolate underneath. 11 of these bars were new inventions from the factory. The 12th was the control bar, one that we all knew well, usually a Cadbury's coffee cream bar. Also in the box was a sheet of paper with the numbers 1 to 12 on it, as well as two blank columns, one for giving marks to each chocolate from 0 to 10, and the other for comments. All we were required to do in return for the splendid gift was to taste very carefully each bar of chocolate, give it marks, and make an intelligent comment on why we liked it or disliked it. It was a clever stunt. Cadbury's were using some of the greatest chocolate bar experts in the world to test out their new inventions. We were of a sensible age between 13 and 18, and we knew intimately every chocolate bar in existence, from the milk flake to the lemon marshmallow. Quite obviously, our opinions on anything new would be valuable. All of us entered into this game with great gusto, sitting in our studies and nibbling each bar with the air of connoisseurs, giving our marks and making our comments too subtle for the common palate, was one note that I remember writing down. For me, the importance of all of this was that I began to realize that the large chocolate companies actually did possess inventing rooms, and they took their inventing very seriously. I used to picture a long white room like a laboratory with pots of chocolate and fudge and all sorts of other delicious fillings bubbling away on the stoves, while men and women in white coats moved between the bubbling pots, tasting and mixing and concocting their wonderful new inventions. I used to imagine myself working in one of these labs, and suddenly I would come up with something so absolutely unbearably delicious that I would grab it in my hand and go rushing out of the lab and along the corridor and right into the office of the great Mr. Cadbury himself. I've got it, sir, I would shout, putting the chocolate in front of him. It's fantastic. It's fabulous. It's marvelous. It's irresistible. Slowly, the great man would pick up my newly invented chocolate, and he would take a small bite. He would roll it round in his mouth, then all at once he would leap up from the chair crying, You've got it! You've done it! It's a miracle! He would slap me on the back and shout, We'll sell it by the millions! We'll sweep the world with this one! How on earth did you do it? Your salary is doubled! It was lovely dreaming those dreams, and I have no doubt at all that 35 years later, when I was looking for a plot for my second book for children, I remembered those little cardboard boxes and the newly invented chocolates inside them, and I began to write a book called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory.